What's up, guys? Welcome to the new episode of the Miles Hype Podcast. This is Miles Monroe Jr., your host. And as always, the vision and goal of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist, always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right? Hope everyone's doing good out there. Um, I'm doing good. The team is doing good. Uh, the wife is here. Wife's doing good. Baby, good. Doing good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's very firm of you. <laughs> nah, but we we are uh, doing well, man. I I have a, a a a good topic that I I'm discussing today. This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I have. Uh, been able to deal with and learn and become good at um, as I've grown and developed, especially uh, in my in my professional life. Um, and the the topic that I want to discuss today is the freedom of no. The freedom of no. You know, some, if not all, of the hardships that we face in life come from doing things that we do not really want to do. And a lot of the times we do these things because, you know, we want to fit in, because we want to be liked by people, because we want to please everyone. Uh, we want to avoid conflict or we may feel some sense of obligation to do. Right. But I want to let you know that it is OK to say no. All right. It's OK to say no. Uh, nothing is wrong with thinking about yourself first. And it took me a while to to really get to this point in my life, right? And especially after um, the period of my, my parents passing. And like, I just remember I was inundated with like requests to like do these different things and go these different places. And, you know, of that list, I just gave of like the reasons why we uh, do things that we don't want to do. A lot of it had to do with me feeling a sense of obligation, right? Uh, my parents had passed, these individuals um, in some way, I guess, wanted to pay homage to my parents and, uh, you know, requested me to either come and speak somewhere or just me to, you know, present myself to either receive something they wanted to give or, you know, just to represent uh, my, my parents in their absence. Um, but that was a difficult time for me. 2015, I did a lot of things that I wouldn't have normally done. I did a, a lot of things that I kind of regret doing, but 2015 is a blur. I don't remember much of that year, um, but I do remember that I, I was pulled in a lot of different ways um, that just kind of, you know, wasn't good for me mentally. Um, you know, just because as I went through these things, I started to realize that, you know, people weren't... Um, asking me to come to, to these different places and to do these different things because of me. They were asking uh, because of my parents, right? Because of my dad in particular. So, you know, people would ask me to speak <laughs> at this particular place. And I'm, I'm not a, a, I don't consider myself to be a traditional pastor, right? I am not even in the slightest sense. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily comfortable uh, even, even speaking uh, in public on a stage or, what, or whatnot. I do it. I've grown to love it, you know, but, you know, back then in 2015, it wasn't something that, 
you know, I was accustomed to or felt comfortable doing. Uh, but I did it anyway. And I, you know, some, in some ways it helped me to develop and become the person that I am today. But it was for all the wrong reasons, right? I, and, I, and I think I started to realize that these people weren't asking me or requesting me to do these things because of me. They were requesting it in, because of some uh, nostalgia that they were experiencing, right? They wanted to somehow get a piece of my dad or be able to connect with my dad. And, and obviously, uh, the, the way or the easiest way for them to do that would be to connect with myself or my sister or someone else in the family, right? But, you know, I guess I understood the fact that, you know, I had my my dad's name, I was his son, you know, there was a, a strong connection along those lines. And I just remember 2015 just drained me, like drained me completely. Um, and I started to realize like, man, it's okay for me to say no, it's okay for, for me to focus on myself, right? And, you know, some of the, some, some reasons why it's okay for us to focus on ourselves, on ourselves is, you know, because we don't owe anyone anything. Right. And I, I really had to come to that realization. Like, I don't owe these individuals anything. I don't I'm not obligated to do anything or I shouldn't feel that you're entitled for my time or for me to do anything just because like you're friends with my parents or you're friends of the family or you're a family member or whatever case, whatever the case is. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't owe anyone ever anything. Right. Another reason is because uh, I can't uh, I can't concern myself with the opinions of others. You know, a lot of the times we make decisions based on what we think someone else's uh, opinion is gonna be of the decisions that we make. That's the wrong, wrongest reason to make a decision. I can't change someone else's opinion of me and my focus shouldn't be on someone else's opinion of myself, right? I should focus on controlling what I can control and, you know, at the end of the day, who cares what their opinion is? You know, I'm happy in myself and with the decisions that I make. Um, so, I, so I really could care less how, or we should care less how someone else thinks of us. Because we can't control their opinions, right? They're going to have an opinion either which way, right? And a lot of the times, if we don't make the decision that they want us to, to make, they're going to have an opinion of us. And that's, but that shouldn't affect the decisions that we make, Right. Uh, the next thing is uh, time cannot be reimbursed. You know, time is the is the most common commodity on earth today in the worlds that we live in. And we shouldn't waste our time doing things that we don't want to do because we feel a, a sense of obligation to do it. Or we feel a sense of entitlement or a sense of uh, uh, need to please someone else uh, just because we... Uh, want to appease them as opposed to appeasing ourselves and then you know lastly life goes on you know that's something that i uh, came to the hard realization uh early 2016 right so 2015 had all these people around the family requesting us to do all these different things and 2016 hit and everyone was gone right i was just like left to figure it out by myself and you know i don't mean that in a bad way don't get me wrong right i understand how how it goes like you lose someone everyone cares everyone is you know empathetic and they sympathize towards what we as a family is, are going through <clears throat> but there comes a time where life goes on right their life move on and they go on to do uh the things that they want to do with their with themselves with their families with their friends and 
um, that means that they're not, you know, constantly in our presence anymore. And, you know, the good thing about it is, like, I, I had a lot of conversations about this with my with, with my dad. And I had a lot of life experiences with this as well. Because, you know, obviously we experience death or we see uh, death around us, right, in our friends and our families and like we, we so we see these these uh, these trends that happen when people die <clears throat> so i was i wasn't surprised when it happened right it was almost like expected and for me it was just kind of a reminder that man life life goes on like regardless of what happens life goes on so we need to ensure that we're making the decisions that we want to make uh, not focused on anyone else not focused on the opinions of anyone else but focused on us and really focusing on the reasons why we make these decisions. So at that point in my life, you know, I started to kind of come up with a certain, some c certain guidelines that would help me to uh, make decisions, whether yes or no, right? Whatever the, the decision was, I kind of had this checklist of questions that I asked myself uh, and that I, that I go down uh, to ensure that when I say yes or when I say no, uh, it's really what I want to do and has nothing to do with anybody else. And I wanted to share this checklist with you guys, right? So the first thing on the list is what is being asked of you? Ask yourself, what is being asked of you? You know, is it something that they want you to do that you're good at and they want to pull you in order to impact and influence them because this is something that you're an expert at or something that you have, have success in? Or is it that they're looking for, you know, some nostalgic feeling or something that could benefit themselves, you know, as opposed to benefiting anybody else? You know, a lot of the times in, in 2015, like I said, like, you know, when I was asked to come to these different places and do these different things, it had really nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with what I brought to the table um, or even who I was as an individual. It had a lot to do with, you know, who my parents were and... I think that has helped me um, to be able to say no and to be comfortable saying no, right? I, it, it, it was just difficult for me because, you know, I had individuals that were close friends of the family. I might have felt a sense of obligation just because of, you know, that clo close relations to, to be like, okay, yes, I'll do this. And, you know, th to a certain extent, even worrying about the opinions of others, right? It's like, if I say no to this, man, how, how would they think of me, right? Like, what would they think of, like, our family? Or how, how would this affect uh, other things that we have going on? So, like, a lot of that came into play when I was making my decisions back then. Um, but, I, you know, like I say, I started to ask myself, what is being asked of me? Um, and I think that, that helped me out a lot. The second thing is, you know, I took my emotions out of it. I think that's probably one of the best things you can do when making any decision, to be quite honest, right? It's, it's never good to make emotional decisions. So as long as I took my emotions out of it, you know, I was able to make rational and logical decisions, like really thinking about like exactly what is being asked of me and not thinking of, man, I don't like this person or I love this person. I really want to do this with this person. Like I took emotions completely out of it and just looked at it from a rational and logical standpoint. Now, I must point out here that a lot of the conversations, I mean, a lot of the requests that we have, they're going to be, they're going to come from our family members, our loved ones, and maybe a little emotions are going to be involved, right? And, you know, those are going to be 
uh, those decisions that you're just going to have to balance, right? And be able to make the right one that's for you personally. But for the most part, the best that you can, just take emotions out of it. Uh, and I think you find yourself making the more rational, the more logical decision that's, that's going to sit well with you for a longer period of time, right? And, you know, speaking of time, the, the next thing that I thought of was how will I feel about this 72 hours from now? How will I feel about this decision that I'm making 72 hours from now? You know, for me, um, even now, right, sometimes I make decisions uh, mainly from like longtime friends of the family or people that I've known and, and have built a relationship for a while. And they would ask me to do something and I would say yes. And then I would go off um and think about it and for a day or two and talk to my wife about it and I'd be like yo I don't feel like doing this like this is not something that I think I want to do and you know her being the person that she is she's like so why are you doing it like why like don't do it if it's not something that you want to do and it you know it took it took me a while to get to the point where I could do that um so now what I do is I tell the person, all right, give me 72 hours to make a decision, you know, and I, and I think me having that time to process uh, what is being asked of me and really think about if this is something that is going to not only benefit the persons or the people that I'm, I'm going to be impacting, but is it going to benefit me? Like what's, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of this? Right. And I'm not talking about something tangible, right? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like, is this going to build me as an individual or build my spirit man or, or, you know, impact me just as much as I'm hoping to impact uh, the people that I'm going to be affecting when I'm going like, that's a, that's a real important thing. Um, so I give myself 72 hours. Will I feel, how will I feel about this decision? Whether yes or no, how am I going to feel about this, this decision in 72 hours? And sometimes I make a decision, you know, I would say yes sometimes and I have, you know, time to think about it, be it 24, 48 or 72 hours. And I'd be like, man, that wasn't the right decision. And now, you know, I have the confidence now to go back and be like, you know, I apologize. I, I, I know I said yes or I know I said no. But I want to change my mind. You know, some this this just something came up, and it 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 really conflicts with uh, the the answer that I initially gave you, and I need to change that answer. So uh, me really allowing um, my my allowing myself those those hours, that time to like really think about what it is that I'm doing or that I want to do, and what is being asked of me. And how I'm able to uh, benefit from that from a personal perspective and from a, a professional perspective. Giving myself that time has, has done a lot for me. And then the, the fourth thing is to trust your gut. You know, I think a lot of this, the decisions that we're faced with, like for the most part, we already know the answer that we should make. Right. It's when we start thinking about like someone else's opinion or the obligation we feel we have towards someone else or the fact that this person is you know a family member a loved one a friend or some that someone that i've known for a long period of time like that's when we start you know interfering with uh what our gut is telling us you know sometimes our gut automatically says yes this is a great decision go do this and sometimes it says no this this isn't something that that works for you and you know, I, I think, you know, going with your with your initial gut feeling, um, I'd say 95% of the time um, is always the, 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 the decision to go with. 
um, you know, I've I've become a, a professional at that. Uh, I always go with my gut. I always go with what basically what the spirit is telling me, right? If I if I'm at peace with the decision, be it yes or no, that's the decision I'm making, regardless of how the person feels about that decision. Uh, and I'm I'm super confident in that now. And then the last thing is to just be polite. Be polite, and especially if the if the answer is no, right? Be polite in what you're saying and how you say it. You know, I think this is something that I've learned over the years, especially having conversations with with Sharice. And she has taught me that sometimes tone is everything, right? How you say it. It's not really what you say, but how you say it. So I've been I've been really really working on being polite and and saying things. Um, in a way that it could be absorbed and, and accepted uh, in a more, time, in a more uh, appeasing way to the person that it's, it's being said to. So be polite. You know, don't, don't be rude about it. Don't be snappy about it. You know, if you're going to be telling people no, just let them down easy and say, you know what, this, I, I would love to do it, you know, but at this time, I don't think this is the right thing for me to do. Maybe at some point in the future, we could uh, come back and relook at this and maybe it'd be a, a different decision. But for now, um, it's a no. But be polite in doing it. You know, because there is power in no. There is power in no, ladies and gentlemen. That is such, no is such a freeing thing, right? And, and you know, it's just the, the freedom of no, the freedom that we experience in being able to say no and being comfortable saying no and being happy saying no. There's nothing like it. Um, and I guarantee you the, the quickest you're able to get to the point where no is easier for you to say, the easier your life is going to be. Hands down. Like there's, there's going to be no, you're not going to feel burdened to do things that you don't want to do or stressed because you're doing something that you don't want to do or even burdened to keep people around that you don't necessarily want around, right? Like you have to say no to uh, events. You have to say no to invitations. You have to say no to friendships. You have to say no to relationships. You have to say no to business opportunities, business ventures. Like you shouldn't feel an obligation or feel an entitlement or feel anything towards doing things that you just don't want to do. Um, and especially if it doesn't sit well uh, with you in your spirit, mind, in your gut, like that gut feeling, like whatever it is, however you want to describe it. No is powerful. And the freedom in saying no is what I hope we all get to at some point in life, because there's nothing like it. There's this, there's this, uh, this confidence that we build, are able to build in ourselves when we're able to say no, and not say it because we like, you know, don't like this person or don't like that person, but really say it because no is the answer that we really want to give, and be comfortable and confident in saying that. All right, so that's what I wanted to talk about: the freedom of no. Um, I think. The takeaway that I want you guys to, to, to leave with is that there is power in no. And really understanding how to get to your no is your responsibility. All right. So now we've reached the point of the pod where I leave with you a milestone. Today, today's milestone is a quote that I came across by a gentleman named Josh Billings. And that quote reads, half of the troubles of life can be traced to saying yes too quickly and not saying no soon enough. Sometimes we take too long to say no because we feel that we have the sense of obligation or we're worried about someone's opinions about us. 
we're scared that we're going to offend people. We want people to like us. We want to be accepted. And we, we, we don't say no or we say yes too soon for those exact same reasons. My advice is to take your time. Think about what it is that you really want to do, how you want to do it. What are you getting from making this decision? What are you getting from participating or doing whatever it is that you're being asked to do? And I think once you internalize those questions and, and really uh, think about what it means to you and how it's going to affect you, you will know exactly the decisions that you need to make. And if that answer is no, be confident in that no. All right. Okay, that brings us to the end of this episode. This was a good one. I love this episode because this is something uh, I've been like really having to work on over the years, even now, right? I still find myself sometimes saying yes in situations that I probably should say no in or say no in situations that I should say yes in. But it's a, it's a constant work in progress. And I want you guys to work along with me. All right, let's all work together. Okay, as you know, in this podcast, the vision and goal is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist, always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right, until next time, you guys stay blessed.